Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to this EM360 podcast with our Ask the Expert series, a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Max Curtin, Editor-in-Chief here at EM360 and your host on today's podcast. Now, in today's episode, I'm being joined by David Falcone, who is the founder at Cooling, a company which solves the critical challenge of achieving accurate carbon emissions measurements where data is poor and or unavailable. So, David, welcome to the show and thank you for coming on today. Thank you very much, Max, for having me. It's a pleasure. You're very welcome. I'm uh, excited to talk about this topic because I feel like it's very important. But before we get into today's uh, questions, would you mind just giving our listeners a bit of background on yourself? Yes, uh, thank you very much. So um, I'm the founder and CEO of Cooling, which is a technology startup based in uh, London that uh, I founded in 2019. Excellent stuff. So David is here to explore achieving accurate carbon emissions measurements with big data. And I wanted to start off the episode here, David, by getting an introduction from you to kind of understand how big data can be used to achieve accurate carbon emissions measurements. Yes, of course. Uh, thank you, Max. So, you know, large enterprises are um, probably the vast majority of your of your leaders and listeners uh, have huge amounts of data that have been building through um, the years uh, using a variety of systems. A lot of this data is currently used for certain purposes uh, within the enterprise, uh, doing financial reports or, uh, uh, you know, um, um, operations uh, um, driven uh, reports or, uh, or processing. There are, however, a lot of uh, data sources that can be used for environmental purposes. So basically to, to give this data a new purpose, to be analyzed and to, you know, to be used to drive accuracy in measurement of uh, greenhouse gas emission throughout the operations of the enterprise. Excellent stuff. So once you've kind of taken those measurements then and, and you've kind of understood data what happens then what, what do you do with that information businesses today are uh, you know it's no longer um, a nice to have to measure greenhouse gases is a requirement and especially if you are a large business uh, you are regulated by uh, legislation that um, uh, you know in the uk and in the rest of europe has already come into force more specifically in, in 2019. So you do have to, businesses do have to report uh, greenhouse gas emissions uh, across their operations. The level of prescription from regulation is only going to increase over the next few years. So leaders in this field, uh, in their own industry, they're already setting things up to uh, an increased level of scrutiny around the measurement of greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, and you know, the rest of the industry is, uh, you know, is starting to investigate how to best be able to achieve that. But you know, other than uh, you know, being compliant to the law and to the regulations uh, that are you know, coming up, and uh, you know, to, to me it looks like we are in a similar situation than uh, in post-financial crisis in 2008, where a lot of uh, regulations to fix the problem uh, of financial services uh, came about, and uh, you know, we are in a similar situation today. There is a realization across the world that uh, there is a problem with climate change and, you know, regulators finally are, are getting onto the job. But other than that, there are actually uh, several other implications. So before um, we even get to regulation, it's uh, we need to look at uh, climate leaders. So there are 
the largest and most progressive uh, companies in their own field, they are already measuring emissions across uh, the three main categories that are uh, you know, widely recognized as scope one, scope two, and scope three. And interestingly, um, scope three uh, includes um, what is called the supply chain emissions. Supply chain is basically all the emissions that are coming from the products that you buy in order to put together the products that you then sell. And so the only way for a, you know, a carbon emission measurement leader, let's put it this way, uh, you know, a green uh, company to measure supply chain emissions is to ask their suppliers what are the emissions of their product. So if you are a supplier of a company that pretends this information because they want to disclose their carbon emission accurately, then you have to, you know, to start uh, measuring your own operations because otherwise you may risk to lose the business to someone else that, that does it. So there is a very clear business risk to this and um, it's not just a regulation. Then finally, and, and this gives also an opportunity to uh, all those companies that are uh, progressive towards um, environmental measurement and performance to win more business from others. So it's actually an opp- a business opportunity um, rather than uh, a cost like sometimes it gets perceived. Then finally, there is also an aspect about finance, both from the side of investment managers and buy-side companies, so those that actually supply the funding and those that are in need of funding so that receive the money. Now, from both sides, there is an interest to be funding. So, for example, buy-side firms, so investment managers, are interested in funding companies that have a high environmental performance because their investors are, uh, you know, are demanding this because it's good for their reputation, because they want to do good. So they, uh, you know, there are um, specific criteria that can be incorporated into the finance and uh, in the supply of funding and that are, you know, generally referred to as uh, green financing, you know, green bonds, you, you, may, you may have heard of that. Um, mm. and, um, and so the, there needs to be a way to be measuring accurately what are the um, em- emissions of a recipient uh, company or, or project that receives this funding. And on the other end is an interest of the company to actually show that the, that is doing everything it can possibly do to measure and mitigate greenhouse gas emissions so that it can maximize the chances to receive funding. Uh, so the you know the impact of accurate measurements is can be you know pretty big. Definitely, there, there's so many factors in there that people kind of need to be considering, and, and there's so many elements along the journey really to kind of factor in. So it, it's interesting to kind of see how organisations have to kind of adapt to that uh, process, and it, it's interesting the stuff that you bring up there because obviously it raises the question of you know what are the challenges of achieving those accurate measurements and more importantly i'd say how does cooling get around that yes yes um, thank you max uh, indeed there are there are challenges and uh, of course if that was uh, so easy companies would have already done it long time ago and it would not require prescriptive regulations to get everybody on board and uh, you know one of the main challenges that we uh, at cooling uh, that are, we are we are a data and technology focused company wanted to tackle first is one that actually uh, impacts a lot what is referred to as scope three, which is basic, that includes uh, mobility. The, mobility is a great example because, um, you know, it's one of the largest source of emissions uh, and in almost every country in the world, it accounts 
for about 20, 25-27% of the total emissions, greenhouse gas emissions. But at the same time, it's very, very difficult to both measure and to mitigate. And the reason is that the data is often very noisy. Uh, so that means that is incomplete, is inaccurate, and in, sometimes is missing completely. So, for example, if you think about business travel, uh, there are ways to uh, you know to measure that. But uh, you know what I know is that most companies take you know shortcuts that uh, you know with massive uh, you know workforce and, and, and you know massive amount of business travel can actually lead to quite big errors in terms of overestimating or even worse, underestimating. And then another one that is very relevant, which is commute. I mean, it's, it's very hard to measure because, you know, a company does not, uh, does not know how a, an employee decides to go to work. Maybe one morning goes by train, maybe the other morning takes the car because it's raining. Maybe the following day is a sunny day and it's warm and takes the bike. So, um, and there's no information, there's no way to record that. And even, uh, you know, uh, imagine running a survey, first of all, it would be too much of a burden of, you know, for, for, for people that have a job to do to answer every day how they got to work, what they use, etc. It's just unfeasible. And, and at the same time, a survey would be way, way too inaccurate. So, you know, how do you, how do you measure? So there are, uh, we wanted to tackle uh, this, this problem because we think it's both very big uh, and also very interesting. This is something that, you know, we think that um, people, individuals can actually get quite interested into because this is something that they do every day. Uh, you know, they, every day they, you know, they get up and leave their, their home or, uh, you know, they go and buy grocery or they go to work. And, and so mobility is something that is really part of our life and, and where there's so little information about how that impacts carbon emissions. So we read about the climate is, is warming, uh, that our company is taking steps. But what is missing is really the you know, awareness link to what uh, you know, people do in their everyday lives. Uh, and so we, we started to, to think about how to tackle this, um, this issue first with, uh, with technology. And, and, uh, and you know, we realized that's possible. Yeah, it's it's such an important area to be exploring and something that's going to only grow exponentially over the next uh, five, ten years. So it's good to get ahead of it now while we can. And as you say, the challenges of making those measurements and understanding how people are traveling, what's going on, is going to be such an important thing for businesses to understand. So it's, it's important to kind of understand the data and make sure that there's a, a plan in place to kind of bring that down. I wanted to shift gears here a little bit and just obviously talk about cooling for a second because you guys recently received some funding in recognition of the role that you play in accelerating that recovery of British businesses that have been hit by the pandemic, which is what we've been discussing. So congratulations on that. But can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, thank you, Max. Yeah, indeed. I mean, that was great for us because, uh, you know, we are a technology startup with a high um, you know, uh, intensity of research and development, and therefore having an authority, an independent, uh, and and uh, you know, and, and well recognized authority such as the UK government to give us confidence and inject funding uh, into our project is uh, is great. It's great not just for us, but also for our uh, clients that you know that see that we are doing good work. So thanks for for asking, and also we thank the, the government for for the trust they gave us. Yeah, I think, you know, that the government has a, a very important uh, target, uh, which is very progressive and, 
you know, it's, it's uh, getting to net zero emission by 2050, uh, which is very ambitious. And, and that makes it the first government uh, in the world to, to commit to such a, to such a goal. So it's, uh, it's incredibly important. And uh, at the same time, it's incredibly difficult. So, for example, one thing that will be key importance is to be able to uh, curb and, and mitigate the largest sources of emission and and um, and one of them is transport so for example what we wanted to uh, to do um, is trying to help the the high streets of, of the UK to decarbonize while helping uh, you know the, the the businesses to achieve a better environmental performance so we believe that uh, we found a way to help businesses do that and at the same time, promote what they do uh, in a way that become more attractive uh, for clients and therefore the, the you know the wider the wider public in the UK will direct uh, their you know they have money towards those companies and businesses that have a stronger environmental performance because this, this is what is of uh, everyone interest uh, and happens also to be one of the goals of the UK government Excellent. Yes, it's um, an important initiative and it's great to kind of see you guys at that forefront kind of pushing that forward. So um, as I say, all the best for kind of continuing that trend, as they say. Uh, I wanted to kind of wrap up the podcast here by obviously asking you whether you can share any tips for what businesses need to be doing to cut carbon emissions. Obviously, we've spoken a lot of different areas, but from your perspective, what, what do you think they need to be doing? Yes, of course. That's a great question, Max. Um, so, um, you know, in general, in, before you do any, make any plan, uh, you need to start measuring. So uh, it's, um, and, and the, I want to stress uh, the, the word measuring here because it needs to be accurate. It cannot be an estimate because there has been many episodes already of uh, what is called uh, greenwashing. And basically it is a, what is believed to be a claim of uh, environmental performance that is not backed by facts, and you know, and if later is discovered, uh, then it can it can create problems. I mean, uh, some companies, especially the bigger ones, of course, and in, maybe in, in some jurisdictions it's more likely than others, such as the United States. But things are changing fast, also in the UK and Europe. Companies could get um, even sued for for false claims. So the the first thing is really my my advice would be. Get a measurement in place, whatever you, you think is the best for your company, but try to find the right tools and the right partners to get accurate measurements. So once you are able to measure the full spectrum of emissions, then you can, you know, you can see what are the largest sources for your own business because, you know, it, that varies a lot depending what industry you're in, uh, whether if you have, uh, you are into heavy manufacturing or, or professional services, these are two different you know, emission um, uh, mixes. Um, and then once you know what are your largest emissions, so how, what can you do to, you know, to, to uh, mitigate them? And then, you know, once you have made your decision, you, you create a program that uh, has steps and goals throughout time in order to, to achieve a reduction of, of your footprint. And, and I think, you know, I think is the most important thing really at this stage where regulation are still getting uh, defined uh, and, and is for companies to find, to show that they're doing the best of their efforts. And, you know, the first thing is to, you know, put a plan together and, and begin doing something about it. Yeah. 
I, I think that's very key and it's some great advice there, David. It's coming down to the plan is always the most important thing you can do in business. So have one in place, stick to it and keep evolving it. I, I think you're you're spot on. So David, all I could say is thanks for coming on today's episode and walking us through all of this. It's been great to kind of uh, learn about this measurement of carbon emissions and uh, the role you guys are playing. Thank you very much, Max, for inviting me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Excellent. Thank you, David. And thank you to everyone who took the time to listen to this episode. We do hope you took a lot away, but if you're looking for more information, then please head on over to cooling.io. That's cooling with a K. Uh, They've got some fantastic resources and information to help uh, inform you a little bit better. We'll be back next week, obviously, with another episode in our Ask the Experts series. Until then, please join the conversation at Ian360 on Twitter and LinkedIn. We hope you have a fantastic week. And of course, for more great daily content, head on over to Ian360. 360tech.com.